welcome to Bangor Community Church Podcast. We pray that you will be blessed today as you hear the Word of God. Let's pray. Hallelujah. So Holy Spirit, we've, we've invited you here. And just as we open the Word together, I thank you, Holy Spirit, that you give revelation to each heart, revelation to my heart, even as I teach this morning and that there would be impartation and that we would be able to get something that we can apply to our life today, that we can apply straight away and through this week. In Jesus' name, amen. So we've been, with this our third week into our series on Holy Spirit. And first week we were dealing with uh, the fact that, you know, Jesus was led and guided by Holy Spirit. His own ministry was birthed by Holy Spirit. He depended on Holy Spirit, and if he depended on Holy Spirit, then why would we not? In other words, if he depended so much on Holy Spirit, it's crucial that we do too. And then last week we looked into the Holy Spirit as our helper, and we looked at the fact that, you know, Jesus prepared the disciples in the upper room, and that was that's chapters 13, 14, 15, 16, and 17. All those chapters talk about Jesus in the upper room with his disciples. And we looked at some of Jesus' last words, and last words are very important. Anybody's last words are important. And Jesus' last words a lot were to do with teaching the disciples about Holy Spirit and the fact that Holy Spirit's going to be coming. And um, Holy Spirit's going to be just like me. We looked at that word, Alice, just like one of another, just, um, just same kind, same character. And we looked at the fact that, you know, the disciples were, they could have been thinking our dreams and our hopes and everything are just coming to an end. But Jesus had to convince them, no, I won't be here, me in person, but I'm sent another. And it's to your benefit I go away so the other can come. Holy Spirit, who will indwell you and will be with you and will just be like me. Um, so praise God. Uh, so and had to convince his disciples. We see he was teaching them in chapter 14, and then I think it's over in chapter 16, and verse 7 says, he's saying to them, nevertheless, so I tell you the truth, that it's expedient that I go away. It's important that I go away so the Holy Ghost will come. So he was laboring with them. Don't be concerned, guys. Holy Spirit is going to be with you. It's going to be teaching you. It's going to be standing with you, going to give you things to say going to be witnessing with your heart and so forth. Amen? So if you want to know anything really about Holy Spirit, where to look is where Jesus taught the disciples, chapters 14, 15, and 16 of John. And then if you read through Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, all about Jesus' life, and you see what Jesus did, how he healed the sick, he cast out devils, how he dealt with people, then you will have an understanding. Well, Holy Ghost will be functioning the same way in me and with me, okay? So we're just going to carry on today. Holy Spirit is our guide. Um, So we looked at that word last week, comforter. In some Bibles, it would say helper, and that comes from the Greek word parakletos. And really, that word is called alongside. So we looked at it last week. Holy Spirit is called alongside to help us. Imagine that. We explored the fact that it's his calling. He's called alongside to help me. I still don't get, I can't get over that. 
The third person of the Godhead is called along. He's assigned to me. So why would I not listen? Why would I not obey the promptings as we're going to look at today? And, um, you know, partnering with the Holy Spirit, we've looked at that in this, the last week or two. It's important that you make up your mind and you say, you know, Holy Spirit, senior partner. I'm junior partner, but we're partners together. And if you're with me in any morning in my home, most mornings you will hear me say that. I acknowledge him as senior partner. I acknowledge myself as a junior partner. I acknowledge him as pastor of the church. I'm an under-shepherd under him. So I will say, Holy Spirit, what do you want for my day? What do you want for your church today? What do you want in the kingdom today? And I listen. And then I, I obey. Um, so it's all about having a personal relationship with Holy Spirit. And just on that, who now has ordered the book, Good Morning Holy Spirit? Can see a show of hands? Put them high. A few more this week. Good Morning Holy Spirit. Any youth? Have you ordered that book yet? Good Morning Holy Spirit. Can any, any youth? Good. Elizabeth, well done. So, okay, youth, every week I'm going to be asking youth about Good Morning Holy Spirit. So let's, let's get that book and read it because there's, it's, there's impartation with it and it's an easy read. In fact, mum, you're reading it again. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, um, Holy Spirit wants us to rely on Him. You know, three times in, in between John 14, 15, 16, Jesus calls Holy Spirit the Spirit of Truth. Three times. You'll find it first in John 14, if we go there. John chapter 14, New King James, and verse 16 to 17 says, And I will pray the Father, and he will give you another helper. That's what we looked at last week, another helper, a comforter. That's where the word paracletos comes from. That he may abide with you forever. I tell you, Holy Spirit's not going to leave. He's given to you forever. Amen? Verse 17 says, even the spirit of truth. And the next place we see that verse is the next chapter again, John 15, verse 26. Jesus teaching disciples again, and when the Helper comes, whom I will send to you from the Father, the Spirit of truth, who proceeds from the Father, he will testify of me. And again, John chapter 16, verse 13 to 14, it says, However, when he, the Spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you. He'll lead you. He'll show you the way into all truth. For he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will tell you, or that word is show you things to come. Do you think Jesus was making a point? He's called the Holy Spirit the Spirit of Truth, referred to him in each of those chapters as the Spirit of Truth. That means Holy Spirit can be trusted. That means he's not going, he's not going to lead you astray. When you hear, you have that prompting of Holy Spirit, you can be re rely on that. That is correct prompting. That's why it's so crucial you get to know Holy Spirit. Like you get to know a best friend. Like you get to know somebody you then later marry. It starts with you've got to know this person. You've got to 
find out about them and, and you become closer and closer and closer. And so I know without a shadow of a doubt, Brian's voice, my children's voice, even a mum, before you even see your baby, you know that baby's cry. I experienced that. I knew my baby's cry. I'd, um, yeah, they, when I had had Kevin, uh, they'd kept the baby um, overnight. I don't think they have the luxury. We, we don't have the luxury of that anymore, but they kept the baby overnight. And I heard the cry of the baby in the other room, and I knew that was my baby. So um, you know people that you're close to, people, that wee person come out of the room. And it's so important then that you know Holy Spirit, you know his voice, you know the prompting, you know the leading, and you know the spirit I can guess. So, so important. So he's faithful, he's the spirit of truth, he's faithful, he's reliable, he's true, and we've got to trust the leadership of Holy Spirit in these times. I love what it says in the Amplified, classic Amplified edition. It says in verse John 16, 13, but when he, the spirit of truth, the truth-giving spirit. You want to know the truth? Listen to Holy Ghost. When he comes, he will guide you into all truth. So there's the word guide. He'll guide you into all truth, the whole, full truth. And he's not going to speak his own message. He's not going to speak on his own authority. But he will tell you whatever he hears from the Father. So he's going to hear from the Father, and then he's going to relate to you. He will give you the message that has been given to him. And he will announce and declare. And that word declare, other it means to show, to reveal, to disclose. So he's going to show you things, disclose to you the things that are to come that will happen in the future. Isn't that awesome? So why would we not develop a very close relationship with Holy Ghost? Because he knows the future. He's been in our future. He, he knows what's up ahead. He hears things from the Father and he can tell it to us. And he's telling it to us. But are we listening? He's communicating all the time. But are we, are we hearing it? Are, are we just operating so much out of our senses, from feel and a touch and a smell and a hear? And a... Are we listening to our, down? Holy Ghost rivers are living water flow out of our own innermost being, out of our belly down here. Are we listening to what He has? He's going to enlighten the information that we need for our assignment, for our job, for our career, for who to marry, for where to live, for what property to buy, um, for what church property to buy, every single thing. And all the little decisions that we make, what to buy, what to cook, I mean, oh my goodness, that we rely on the Holy Spirit all the time. I remember mom, every time before she took me shopping, because I I found these we long skinny feet that are hard to fit in shoes and she you know neither one of us like to go shoe shopping and I still obviously don't because they're my feet but I don't drag mum with me so much anymore but she says pray Karen we're going to go shoe shopping let's ask Holy Spirit um, so you involve him in every aspect of your life amen um, so that word guide we saw in 
in verse 13. He will guide you. So the Holy Spirit's like a guide. You know, if you if you go to another city, if you take a city break, Carrie and James love their city breaks. Ever got a guide on the city break? No, not yet. Well, we, uh, Brian and I, our family, we went to the Vatican um, a few years ago, and I tell you, guides everywhere, because that place is massive. And then they have all these electronic guides and things, and they tell you go to play in the first place and the second place and so forth. But the guides know where to go. They know how to take you around if it's a big establishment like that, or if it's through a country or through a city. They know the places to go. They know the shortcuts to take. They know where to avoid, who to avoid. Isn't that right? And that's the picture we get of Holy Spirit being our guide. And that word then that we saw in verse 13 there of John 16, I will declare, I will show or reveal or disclose to you things that are to come, things that will happen to your future. Well, that word declare or show in the Greek means a guide who shows a traveler the safest way that unknown territory. Who would agree with me that our future is somewhat unknown? Anybody agree with that? We may get little insights, but predominantly our future is unknown. But we've got Holy Spirit, and he's traveled there before, and he knows the path that we are to take. And so he's in us, and he's with us, as we learned last week, and we just take his hand and we say, guide me, Holy Spirit, guide me in the way and the path that I'm to go and that I'm to take. Amen? And he's not going to lead it. He's not going to mislead us because he's the spirit of truth. He knows what uh, obstacles uh, to avoid. He, he knows there's a trap coming up ahead. He can warn us of those. Amen? And, um, yeah, who was I talking to? Kyle, during the week. Sometimes it's warning dreams. Holy Spirit. He can warn us different ways, but we've got to listen and we've got to act. And um, that's his assignment. That's Holy Spirit's assignment. Part of his assignment too is to guide us, help us avoid pitfalls, help us to avoid, avoid traps, help us to get from A to B the quickest way, help us not have to go round this mountain or down into this ditch and so forth. Hallelujah. Um, you know, these days are, well, we know they're, very unstable days. And if there's any any time that we need to be led by Holy Spirit, it's the days that we're living in at the moment. There's a massive harvest coming into the church all over the world. That harvest is coming in. Millions of souls are coming in. The church is, is growing. The church is burning brighter and brighter. I don't care what the media says or anybody else says. The church is getting brighter and brighter because you know what? That is what the Word says. And we do know Christians, we do have the fact, if you listen to the right people, if you listen to Christians, um, Christian channels and, and TV that you can rely on, that fact, give their facts up and line up with the word of God, but millions of souls are coming in. This is the great time of the end time harvest. And we're here. And we're it. But we've got Holy Spirit to help. Hallelujah. If we didn't, they, all the millions wouldn't be coming in. It's the work of the Holy Ghost. 
But he has got to work in us and through us. We've got to let him out. We've got to let him speak. We've got to let, when we're prompted by him, we've got to move. Amen? Because at the same time as the church is burning, it's getting brighter and brighter, and millions are being swept into the kingdom, the darkness, the spirits of darkness are rising to oppose it any which way they can. Even in the election in the USA, so evident that every spirit of darkness is coming out. So we as children of God need to be led and guided by Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. God hasn't given us a spirit of fear. You know that Second Timothy 1.7. He's not given us a spirit of fear. We've got Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Don't let fear ever lead you. And in the next, next week, we're going to be looking, or the week after, after that, um, we're going to be looking at how Holy Spirit leads and what is leading us and things like that. But you know, the Bible tells us that perilous times will come. And that word perilous is dangerous. Times of risk. Perilous times will come. We're warned in, in the word. I tell you, if you read the word, we, we are enlightened. The word enlightens us. It lights up our way. It lights our path. Amen? So t- dangerous times, times filled with risk, perilous times will come. But the Spirit of God will lead us and guide us. Amen? Romans 8 and verse 14 says, Romans chapter 8, verse 14, For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. And we are children of God. We are daughters and sons of God. Amen? And we have to be led by the Spirit of God. And that word led in the Greek is from the, the word ago. And it really, it's an agricultural term. And it, it means to lead an animal around. Like maybe you'd, you'd put a rope on a cow or a donkey in those days. And they would lead this cow or donkey along. Give it a wee tug, you know, wherever it wanted to go. It started going that way and you're going this way. You're just pulling that rope. We pull and off we go that way. And um, that is what that word ago means. So for as many as are led, like as it were a little rope around them, are the sons of God. So in other words, a picture for us is like a tugging on our heart, a prompting. Something, you know, in the inside, you just, oh, I sense something. It's a tug, it's a prompt. Experience that. We've all experienced that one time or the other. So Holy Spirit, he's going to prompt you, but we've got to be so sensitive to his leading, to know his prompts, to know when he's going to get our attention. He wants our attention. And sometimes it can come when we're not expecting. And all of a sudden, but if you get to know Holy Spirit so well, you'll just know, and you'll just be able to act on that. Holy Spirit will bring things to your attention. There was one time um, we were still, Kingdom Harvest were meeting in the community centre still. I think it was the Bally Orn and Bally Bean. And so we needed, there were kids coming from the community, some from um, the Braniel and, and so forth, children and youth. And so we really wanted to get a bus so we could bus them in. Um, and so... I'm driving along on my way home one particular day in 2016. 
And um, it was in Bangor, just between the two roundabouts there, opposite the fire station, driving along the car. And all of a sudden, out of it's my peripheral vision, I wasn't even looking. I hadn't even turned, but I just knew the Holy Ghost had got my attention. So I said, there's something there he wants me to see. So I went to the next roundabout and then back and came. And wasn't there a bus? There was a silver bus. But I knew Holy Spirit, so I said to Brian, I have to check out this bus, checked it out, found the price, talked to the um, the lead team, Kingdom Harvest. And anyway, as a result, we purchased that bus. I went and collected the bus. And the guy who was selling it, he couldn't get over this wee, this wee me collecting this, sitting in this big bus and all. He says, oh, he says, I wish I had had that big bottle of champagne. I could crash it in the side for you. So that was Holy Spirit. He found our bus. We didn't have to even go looking. It was great. That's just, that was just a prompt. Um, but you know, I could have rode over that prompt and ignored it. And I have to be truthful. I've done that before. And I'll give you an example of that the next time I speak. Well, I've done it before. Another time in my kitchen, there's just a space, just about, um, maybe about three feet. And I was looking for a unit that would just fit that space. I had a radiator and I had it all measured out. I knew exactly what I wanted. And, um, you know, I, I hadn't done much looking around, but I'd gone into a charity shop in Main Street, Bangor. I think it was a year, maybe a year or two ago. And I just walked into this charity shop, was walking past up to the back, and again, same sort of thing happened. It was like an arrest, a prompt, as I was passing this thing, and I went back and didn't look, and there was this unit, and I took measure, told them, can I hold that over, took the measurements, and when I measured exact size that I needed before I hit the radiator, and it had soft open doors, and you know, just say everything. I, it was better than what I was looking for. And I was able to take it home, paint it up. And that's just very natural. Holy Ghost knows even we desires in your heart. He found me that bit of furniture. So that's just, as you hear, prompt. So it doesn't, what I'm trying to say, it doesn't have to be always just to do with spiritual things. And, and the Holy Ghost is going to prompt you now because there's a prophetic word to come forth. It's just naturally in every day of your life. But pay attention to those prompts, not leading. Amen. So, um, even though Holy Spirit has sent us our guide, we have to cooperate with Him. We we don't have to cooperate, but it's in our interest to do it. Amen. If we don't cooperate with Him, we're going to go around the wrong way. We're going to do things wrong. We're going to take longer to get places. We're going to miss out on a whole lot of things that could bring blessing to our lives. We could miss out in a relationship. We could miss out in the person we were to marry. We could miss out, you know, the whole leading is crucial. It's not a choice. Yes, it is a choice. We have the choice, will we follow or not? But it is crucial to our success in life. So, you know, just invite Holy Spirit. You know, invite him when you're shopping. You, you're, you're going to ask God for, for something. Where will I get that at a good price? may not even always be the cheapest price. It could be more expensive, but the Holy Ghost knows what particular thing you're buying. And certainly if it's something mechanical or something else, 
And if he says you buy that one, even though it's a bit more expensive, then listen to him. Because the other one that you may buy to save some money could break down. You don't, he knows the future. You understand? So witness. You know, buying a car, things like that, obviously buying property, buying a house, go buy that witness, go buy that, that peace in your heart. Proverbs 3 and 5 and 6 says, Trust the Lord with all of your heart. Trust the Lord with all your heart. We know that verse well. Not your head. Trust the Lord with your heart. And that word heart can be interchanged for spirit. Your spirit. The real part of you. Trust the Lord with all of your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. What's your own understanding? Well, it's your mind, isn't it? It's reason. It's feelings. It's, it's, you know, it's you working it out. Lean not. That's the command. Don't rely on your head. Don't rely on the, the senses. Lean not on your own understanding. You can have all the facts in front of you. You can have done all of your research. But if you don't at the end of that go, okay, where's the peace in this? Where's Holy Ghost directing, then you can be wrong. It goes on to say, in all your ways acknowledge him. Give the glory to God. Acknowledge that he's there. Acknowledge Holy Spirit, you're with us. That's what we did earlier, wasn't it? Holy Spirit, oh, you're here. We invite you, come. We acknowledge Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit loves to be invited, loves to be acknowledged. Loves to be welcomed. Hates to be ignored. Because he's the helper. He's your friend. He's your guide. He's the one on standby. So we need to include him. Get him involved. Don't exclude him. You know, as we talked a week or two ago, ago, be careful. He's a person that you don't greet the person. Holy Ghost is, Holy Spirit's not an it. He is a person and he can be grieved. And so we don't want to do that because he's a beautiful person and he's a beautiful person to help us, to guide us, and to comfort us. You know, when you've gone through difficult times, you know, he brings comfort to me. Holy Spirit, he's a comforter. He brings that comfort. Remember, he takes from what the Father has and he gives to you. And Father loves. Father loves you. Father loves me. And so Father has things to say to me. So Father gives it to Holy Spirit to say to me. And there's comfort. And then the last part is, and he shall direct your paths. He shall direct your paths. Not maybe. He shall. He will. That's a promise you can take. You said you'll direct my path. You feel you made a wrong turn? You can hold that up and say, but you said you direct my path. So he's not a liar. He's not told you any lies because he's the spirit of truth. We've looked at that. 
and he's there to lead and guide and speak to you. So if you've taken a wrong path, who is the person to blame? Any answers? <laughs> Yourself. You're the one who didn't listen. You're the one who weren't sensitive. You're the one who just rushed on. Or you were just too busy. And that's one of the snares. The enemy gets us too busy. Everything's too noisy, too busy. The phone doesn't stop. The internet's on all of the time. And it's just noise, 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 noise. Especially for kids. Quiet. We're working all day. And we don't take time in the Word. We don't take time to get quiet. Get in, we kick our feet up in front of the TV and we're watching the news and watching this and watching that. And we're, then we're making big decisions and we're going, oh, well, God, I have this decision to make, but off we go into our day and we don't even listen. Danger. You should have a red flashing light above your door if that's, you know, just to go off if you haven't had time, a Holy Ghost, and go, whatever that, you know, noise makes. Danger. <laughs> You're about to go into a big bad world there and you haven't inquired. But if you're constantly in communion with Holy Spirit, constantly, and that is the key, he can prompt you and he can direct you and he can guide you. Because, you know, there's some days you don't have the same time as other days. But the whole key is communion and having that sensitivity to Holy Spirit all the time, having your daily reading and so forth. So if God is directing your path, your steps, you're going to end up at the right place. You're going to end up at the right time. You're going to end up in the right job. You're going to end up in the right church. You're going to end up in the right, living in the right area, uh, marrying the right person. You're going to have the right friends, young people. If you listen to Holy Spirit, you're going to have the right friends, any young people had something inside and just you just knew something wasn't right about somebody. You just a wee irk in your spirit. Will you pay attention to that little irk in your spirit because it, you could be hanging around somebody who's not good company for you. So Holy Spirit will guide you in, in choosing your friends in school, um, college, wherever. So these challenging days that we're living in, it's so important that we stand on the Word. First, you stand on the Word, the Word of God, and we, we use our faith. We stand on the Word and we use our faith, that measure of faith that God has given us. Then we pay attention to Holy Spirit, pay attention to Him. And then we obey promptly whatever He gives us to do. So we stand on the word. We use a measure of faith that God has given. We listen to Holy Ghost, Holy Spirit. He's our the guide, and then we obey. I encourage you to get the book, Good Morning, Holy Spirit. Read it, share it among yourselves, pass it around. But it is one you should keep in your bookshelf. And I tell you, see as people get saved, see as you lead people to the Lord, give them that book. Let them read that book. So I would encourage you to purchase one, have it in your bookshelf, because you're going to be discipling a lot of people. Isn't that right? We're all going to have a disciple. It's, 
That's, that's what God wants us all to have a disciple. Each one of us be pouring into somebody else. First, we're pouring into our family, we're pouring into our spouse, we're pouring into our kids. But then as people get saved, as we're leading people to the Lord, David, other men leading to the Lord, you're going to get that book, Holy Spirit, read it, and you're going to have a book to be able to read that. That's blessed me. Amen. Other books, the Bible, of course, and we're going to be busy, discipling. We can talk all we want about the harvest coming in, but who's going who's to raise up this harvest? Who's going to teach them? Who's going to train them? Who's going to be able to say, look, I've walked through stuff. This is how you get through. It's us. We're going to do that. Amen. Hallelujah. And see, when you have somebody else you'll be pouring into, you're given that supply that you have. You're given something that you've learned. Oh, it feels good. You're letting something out. You're letting that river flow out of you. And that supply's flowing back in. You're giving. You're receiving. It's the kingdom, giving and receiving, giving and receiving. Amen. Let's stand this morning. And just before we sing, let's just bow our heads. You know, so often, Holy Spirit, he's wanted to lead us. Maybe he's wanted to lead you and you haven't listened. Maybe he's prompted you and you've rode right over that prompting. But today you can change that. Today you can say, Holy Spirit, I'm sorry for not letting you lead. I'm sorry for wasted time. I'm sorry for wasted money, wasted energy. I'm sorry for wrong friendships, wrong relationships. You've been trying to tell me about a wrong relationship and I just have not wanted to hear. And that relationship has been strained. God, I've gone through unnecessary tears, unnecessary hardships, trying to find my own way. But today I make a decision, Holy Spirit, that you're my guide. You know, make a decision just to surrender to Holy Spirit afresh today. Make a decision to let Holy Spirit lead you. Trust Him, the Spirit of Truth. Let him lead you through each day for he knows what's up ahead. Just tell Holy Spirit, I'm going to be sensitive to your leading. I'm going to be sensitive to that tug on my heart. You're pulling in my heart to that witness. Even if it's leading me in a different and a new direction, I'm going to trust you, Holy Spirit. You're never, ever going to mislead me. I wanted to get to know you more and more and more. Hallelujah. Thank you for joining us. We look to God that he will direct your steps in blessings through this week. For more information, visit us at bangercommunitychurch.co.uk or find us on Facebook.